At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Nightcap here on Visa, and I'm Brian Noe in for Tim Murray. So uh, we'll talk some gambling here coming up shortly with Chris Andrews, head odds maker at South Point Casino. Two things that caught my eye, one in the NFL, one in college football. So Michael Thomas, ankle surgery. He had ankle surgery in June. He might miss the beginning of the NFL season. He might miss as many as five games in that neighborhood. So the first question is, why is he getting the ankle surgery in June? He had all these ankle injuries uh, and issues last season. He didn't have his first touchdown catch until the playoff game, that loss against Tampa Bay. That was it, right? And so Michael Thomas, he's on the shelf most likely to begin the NFL season. I, I don't know why. I really don't. I don't know if this is a, a different injury, it's a, another setback, or what? I'm not sure, but it just it doesn't make sense to me for Michael Thomas to have all these ankle injuries last year, and it's just getting addressed in June, and he might miss the beginning of the season. What is this the NFL version of Scottie Pippen? <laughs> Remember Scottie from the Last Dance, where Michael Jordan's like, yeah, he just uh, you know he just used some of the season to rehab his injury. Like, what what's going on here? What is going on? And by the way, how about this? Really interesting, where you have the Packers facing the Saints in week one. That's your week one matchup with maybe Aaron Rodgers retiring or at least forcing his way out of Green Bay, not playing for the Packers anymore. There are a lot of sources around the league that say this has legs to it. This could happen. Sports, sports books around Vegas, 
are taking down the Packers' odds to win the AFC, uh, sorry, the NFC North. So we might not have Aaron Rodgers on the field, and it looks at this point that it's more likely than not that Michael Thomas isn't on the field for the Saints. And then think about this too. Obviously, there's no Drew Brees. He's retired, so you have either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill behind center and most likely no Michael Thomas. That's a huge deal. Absolutely massive. So we'll look for the odds in week one to change when it comes to that matchup, when it comes to the Packers and Saints. But as of right now, is it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, is it the Saints? Are they, look, Saints minus two and a half. And that was, I believe it was right before the Aaron Rodgers news in terms of the possibility of him retiring. So if Aaron Rodgers isn't on the field, that line's going to move. But as of right now, the Saints at minus two and a half. I, I don't know. Maybe you get down taking more risks than I do. But when it comes to this specific scenario, I, I, if I have to lean one way or the other, I would lean Saints with it being a strong possibility no more Aaron Rodgers for the Packers. But I would take a bit of a wait-and-see approach on this. You know, maybe you're like, oh, Brian, you're way too conservative over here. you got to live a little. Take some risks. You can find value that way. I just think in this specific instance, no Michael Thomas. I either have turnover machine Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill trying to figure out the quarterback position and you don't have Michael Thomas, who's one of the most deadly receivers in football, to throw to? I, what if Jordan Love starts week one and he's actually okay? That's possible, too. So I would stay away from that. Now, the interesting nugget from college football, and I'll spend more time on this going forward, Ryan Day, head coach at The Ohio State. I'll paraphrase it. He basically said, hey, the quarterback here at Ohio State, he stands to make a lot of money when it comes to the name, image, and likeness deal. He can cash in. And he's like, hopefully in a year or two, we can spread the wealth. These elite players that make big bucks, well, it's a full roster, right? There are a lot of guys that are grinding, and they might not be making the big bucks. We want to spread the wealth over here. It's something to keep in mind. Any dissension, what type of issues does this create for college kids? I'll dive more into that. Keep it locked right here. The nightcap. We'll have Chris Andrews. I'm Brian, though, here on VEASAN. All right, it is the nightcap here on VEASAN. I'm Brian, though, in for Tim Murray. want to welcome in Chris Andrews from South Point Casino. Joining us here on the show. And, Chris, how about this news about Aaron Rodgers potentially retiring? What do you make of this story? Well... You know, I, I know a guy that knows a guy. And he told me earlier today that there's a good chance that this is going to happen. So I had it kind of early. Uh, I moved around some division prices. Uh, you know, well, that division, anyway. Uh, I'd already gotten bet on uh, on the Vikings to win that division. But I'd had a pretty decent-sized bet on the Packers as well. Uh, you know, I don't know. I hate to just judge or anticipate the decision of one person, um, you know, we can always say, Oh, he'll come back. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's up to Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure he has plenty of money. sounds like they wanted to give him even more and that's not what he wanted. Uh, he's a very unique person from everything that I've read. And if he retires, even though he's at the peak of his career, 
know, do I understand it personally? Not really, but you know, I'm not walking in Aaron Rodgers' shoes, and uh, you know, it sounds like he might actually do this. Yeah, I'm surprised by it, Chris. I just said I have to see it to believe it, where Aaron Rodgers would basically be punting on one of the final seasons he has left to win a championship. But like you said, he's a different dude. He, you know, he, he marches to the beat of his own drum, so it's kind of hard to have him pegged. But uh, I, I'm surprised by this news. I thought that when push came to shove, he would figure out that, hey, it makes more sense to stay with Green Bay one more season, then force my way out because if he punts on the 2021 season, basically all together, I just I don't see how that does him more good than harm. So you had a sizable bet on the Packers. Are you surprised by this too, where he might walk away from Green Bay? Well, I, I am surprised, certainly. But you know, the other day when the story came out that he had his house cleaned in Green Bay, uh, that came out. Some guy bet me, uh, what did he bet? He bet me 8000 on the Packers to win the NFC. I had it at 12 to 1, which is a pretty good price. Uh, but he bet me 8000 on that. So uh, I was thinking, well, maybe he knew something. He heard about the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the house being clean. Now that I think about it, I, I think it was a 12 to one. Yeah. I, I, I moved it to eight to one after his bet, but uh, he gave me a pretty good sized bet, but uh, you know, I'm, I don't know. I'm listen. He's speculating was a guy with a lot of money, obviously. And uh, it was worth it. Listen, who, who knows? I mean, Jordan love might be the next Aaron Rodgers, and they go and, uh, you know, go to the Super Bowl, and he wins his bet. I don't know. I'd certainly re- rather have Aaron Rodgers going for me though than Jordan love. I could tell you that. Absolutely. What do you think, if we just stick with the Packers, let's say Aaron Rodgers is done and it's Jordan Love show. What a position to be in, Chris. Good Lord. They've been used to Favre winning MVPs left and right, Rodgers winning MVPs left and right. He's coming off an MVP season, and then it's your first year as the starting quarterback. I just, I can't imagine Packer fans are going to have a world of patience if he looks like a first-year starter. So if it's Jordan Love show, wins-wise, what's the ballpark you would expect the Packers to be in? Well, you know, the division isn't all that tough. I mean, there's, I think, between the Vikings and the Bears, I think they're good teams, uh, but, I mean, they're not, and they're not exactly world beaters. I do think there's a pretty decent amount of talent on the, uh, on the Green Bay team. You know, Detroit, I think they're still pretty much bottom of the barrel. Uh, you know, I would think probably about eight and a half, something like that. Uh, but I'd have to look a little more closely. But I would think eight and a half would be a pretty good starting point. Do you like any teams more if Rodgers is done in that division? You, you more so with the Vikings, the Bears? Where are you leaning? Well, you know, I I really like that Bears defense. I mean, a lot of money is shown on the Vikings. And, um, you know, we've had some show on the Bears. You know, I actually think I like the Bears a little better. Uh, I don't think, you know, Andy Dalton didn't play well last year when he came in in place of Dak Prescott. Uh, but I'm not sure that was a great situation. The defense for Dallas was horrible. And, you know, I think, I think Andy's no more than just a serviceable, a serviceable quarterback, kind of like lower third in the league, something like that. But, you know, you could win with guys like that. I mean, I'm not saying win in a Super Bowl, but, you know, you could have a winning record. And I think with the defense that the Bears have, you know, that's what they're going to rely on. Uh, if 
if he doesn't work out, they do have Justin Fields waiting in the wings. So I, I really think right now, I I would think you get a little more value on the Bears than you would the Vikings. People are already on the Vikings, and I think at this point in time, most of the value has been taken out of that. He's Chris Andrews, Sportsbook Director at South Point Casino, joining us here on the nightcap on VEASAN. Any more money rolling in on any specific NFL teams? Been a lot of action with anybody in particular? You know, I was on with Matt earlier in the day, Matt Humans, and uh, you know, I, I had in my notes, and it's funny, the, in the NFL, almost all the bets are on teams over. So that tells me right now that the serious guys, because we know the wise guys generally bet under. Uh, so all the so far we've had fans, not fans, with you know, you know we've taken some decent sized bets, two thousand, five thousand. So so guys betting their teams, but I don't think the wise guys have really stepped in yet, and I think probably they will very shortly. I think they they probably see some value on some unders. Now we go to camp; it's inevitable somebody's going to get hurt. You know, we had, um, you know, the running back for the Rams. Looks like he's going to be out for the season. I think that's a pretty big injury. It's a little, I'm not sure people have taken that into account yet, but I think it's going to be a little more important than people have suspected so far. But it's inevitable that there will be injuries. It's inevitable that it'll be among some key players. And then they get that's, at that point, you're going to see some of the uh, smart money come in and play some of the unders on uh, these season win totals. But I have not seen it yet. Have there been any roll-your-eyes bets? And maybe you don't do it in front of the, the customer, right? But you do it internally. Like, really, you're laying that amount on that team? Are you serious right now? Anything like that? Uh, I wouldn't say I've had any of that. But we've had some pretty decent-sized bets. Uh, the guy might be listening. He's really he's a really sharp better, and he's beat me pretty good over the years. But he made a sizable bet on the Carolina Panthers to win the Super Bowl. Ooh. And uh, I wasn't sure about that one. <laughs> like I said, he, he beat me up a couple of times. I certainly do not have the best of them. So did I roll my eyes at that one? Uh, you know, maybe internally, but I had to go take a look. At it. Man, am I missing something on Carolina? And actually, I think they do have some, they have some very good skill position players, especially if Christian McCaffrey comes back 100%. Um, you know, but they're relying on Sam Darnold. You know, I'm not sure how far I would go with that. But, uh, listen, the guy beat me on some long shots before, and as I said, that there's, there's no way I have the best of them at this point. So I had to take a second look at that, but I'm not sure that was a wise bet on his part. He's Chris Andrews, Sportsbook Director at South Point Casino. Let me shift it away from the NFL a bit. So we're in this little uh, waiting pattern for the NFL to get here. The NBA just ended. So this little middle ground here, what are you focusing on the most over there at South Point? Well, personally, I'm focusing on my vacation. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to be for two. <laughs> I told Michael gone, I'm going to wait till the NBA playoffs are over and I'm going to take a couple weeks. I'll be back. I think I'm back. Like, I, I think I'll probably miss the, the hall of fame game. But after that, uh, you know, then it's, uh, you know, it's kind of crunch time. We get involved with, uh, you know, again, tracking all the injuries in the NFL and seeing whatever we can find out out of college, although there's little, uh, the, the, the information isn't as public out of college, but it seems to leak out once in a while. So, yeah, right now, you know, I'm going to take a couple books with me and do a little reading and relaxing on uh, for the next two weeks. So I'm going to be on hiatus. 
So are you going anywhere on this little vacation of yours? Yeah, I have a couple of sons that I haven't seen in a while since before COVID. One lives in Central California, and uh, he lives up in the gold country. I don't know if anybody listening knows where that is. One of my favorite parts of California. We're going to go visit him for a couple of days. Then we're going to go see my other son in Seattle, uh, which uh, I haven't seen him for a while either. And We love Seattle. It's a great town. So uh, two great spots we're going to to see our sons, and uh, we haven't seen them in a while. We've got to kind of make sure they're staying on the straight and narrow. How do you handle it when you have a vacation like that? Because typically you're just plugged in, plugged in, plugged in all the time. I don't think you can completely unplug, right? Like how much are you paying attention for when you do get back and you're back to the same job again? Well, you know, as far as the scores go on a daily basis, I'm probably not going to follow that closely. I mean, it's going to be baseball. Uh, but if something happens as far as an injury, I mean, listen, you know, and I'm sure my wife's in the other room is probably cringing as I say this. Of course, I'll be checking Twitter now and then and seeing uh, if there's any major injuries or anything like that. Um, but also, you know, <laughs> Mr. Vaughn knows how he can reach me. Uh, I'm not sure he will or won't, but, uh, you know, I'm not more than a phone call away. That's kind of the yin and yang of uh, today's modern technology. Anybody can be reached pretty much anywhere on the planet. And uh, well, I hope to have a couple weeks of relative silence, but it wouldn't be surprising me if I, if I don't have that. I hear you. How about the Olympics? What's the handle looking like in terms of betting on any of the Olympic events? Uh, the Olympics are, you know, for, from a betting standpoint, the Olympics are mostly a non-event. Uh, you know, people love to watch them. I, you know, I don't blame them. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big Olympics guy. But, I mean, when I watch certain guys, I like to watch them. But the money doesn't really show on the Olympics. It, it's more... It's entertainment, and it's great theater. And, uh, you know, listen, people love it, and I can see why they do. But they don't really bet on it. It's it's not a betting event. So whatever we win and lose during the – I mean, we're booking as much as we can uh, to offer people anything that they uh, were so inclined to bet. But it's not going to be a big decision either way. We're not going to make a lot, but we hopefully won't lose a lot either. It's funny. I'll ask you real quick because in sports talk, right – if the listeners aren't really into this particular sport, it, it kind of factor, it has an impact on how I watch that sport, where I'm like, well, I'm not going to spend a ton of time if they're not really into it, right? It's not the same thing for what you do, but if it's not going to be bet on heavily, do you spend a lot less time doing your homework when you're posting odds? Oh, God, sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I'm, and right now, by the way, I'm talking about the Summer Olympics, but when we get to the Winter Olympics, you know, I love the hockey at the Winter Olympics. I mean, those guys play with real passion. And once you get certainly to the medal round, I mean, it's as intense as a Stanley Cup playoff game, which I've always said, I think that's the most intense sporting event. And I've been to almost everything. But uh, there's, there's nothing to me that matches the intensity of the Stanley Cup game. Now, I've never been to an Olympic hockey game, but I, that's probably something on my bucket list I would like to do someday because that is, that's terrific theater, terrific, terrific competition, and we do uh, handle some serious money on the uh, Olympic uh, hockey, and, and rightfully so. It, it's great, great hockey. And like I said, a lot of passion behind it, a lot of, you know, you get uh, you know Sweden, Finland. I mean, there's uh, there's history there between those those countries, and of course with Russia. Uh, you know, so I mean, there, there's there's a lot of passion there, and it's really it's it, it's some great hockey. Chris Andrews joining us here on Vsin Sports 
book director at South Point Casino. Let me let me pick your brain on college football real quick, quick here, uh, Chris. You look at the news about Texas and Oklahoma possibly leaving the Big 12. It seems like there's more and more momentum where they, they might be in the SEC within the next two weeks. If that happens, or even where it stands right now, do you see that having any impact on this upcoming season with those two respective teams? Well, I talked about that today, too, on Matt's show. Um, you know, I think when guys are, during the course of the week, you may pay a little bit more attention. Let's say if you're a team like Iowa State, who I think is going to be very, very good this year. They, they will be an underdog uh, against Oklahoma. I think they'll be favored over Texas when they play them. But I think maybe during the course of the week, you have a little bit more intensity as you're doing your prep work. But once you get on the field, uh, I think that dissipates to some extent. I, I think your first couple of plays, you have that maybe nervous energy or you have just uh, you know, that, that you know, you're psyched to go out and show the other team a little something. Because really, let's face it, those teams are going to be kind of out of luck um, as as far as uh, the future of that conference. But, uh, you know, it just depends. Uh, I don't think it'll have a lot of effect on the field, but it might have some some effect on the preparation as they go into that week. And, you know, Chuck Knoll, uh, who was a longtime Steeler coach, he always said, you know, su- Sundays aren't really – that's not when you win your games. You win your games on Wednesday and Thursday as you prep for that Sunday game. And if you take that and put that on college, uh, in college football, and I think it could be the same thing. But a lot of these kids, I think, are going to, you know, maybe want to show Texas, show Oklahoma a little something extra. Uh, I don't know if it's going to go onto the field, but it may, may have an impact on their prep work coming up to that week. Just 30 seconds here, Chris. I wanted to pick your brain. Was there any team, especially with COVID, the impact last season, limited schedules for certain teams, was there a team that jumps to your mind where you're like, man, it was a bear to come up with a line that was really good for this specific team? Anything like that? Well, the first one that jumps to my mind is Old Dominion. They didn't play last year. (laughs) (laughs) Starting from scratch with that team, I had to go look through my uh, recruiting rankings for the last couple of years, but I didn't know where to start with them. But otherwise, uh, you know, as I started looking, you know, uh, I always look, for, of course, like everybody, returning starters. There's a lot of returning starters for a lot of teams. So I, I personally think it's going to be a great year in college football, as long as we get it in. And I'm you know, not 100% sure of that. Amen to that. Well, hey, Chris, thanks for your time tonight, man. Enjoy the vacation. Enjoy some downtime. All right, my friend. A pleasure to talk to you. See you you as well. Absolutely. There he is, Chris Andrews, Sportsbook Director at South Point Casino. All right, coming up next, games in progress and also Shake Up City. I'm Brian No in for Tim Murray. It's the nightcap on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Indeed delivers great candidates fast. In fact, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. According to Talent Nest, more at Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Brian, though, with you here on the Nightcap. This is VEASAN. So if you look at the games in progress here, huh? A little baseball going on. There's not a ton going on in progress. Um... You look at the Reds came back from behind to beat the Cardinals. My dad is originally from Alton, Illinois, so he passed it along to me. Diehard Cardinals fan. Stupid Reds came back and won. So uh, the cards, it's just, I feel, I hate being a, a downer here. My dad was talking to me just the other week, and he was like, hey, B, like, um, Grandpa always said, doesn't get real until right after the All-Star break. And I was like, I don't think it's happening this year, Dad. <laughs> I don't think it's happening for the Cardinals. I'd love for it to happen, but... They're the walking wounded, starting pitching, can't be trusted. So uh, I'll be pleasantly surprised if my Redbirds pull it together here. Also, the uh, Red Sox put it on the Yankees, 6-2. Yankees, unbelievable how they blew the game yesterday. 
It was absurd. It sounds like someone would be making it up where they're like, oh, yeah, they're like eight past balls. And you're sort of like, nah, okay, it's maybe like two. No, it was. It was that many. It was close to ten past balls. And somehow Boston came back to win the game. It was insane last night. Brew Crew put it on the White Sox 7-1. So, uh, man, the Brewers have just been... They've been on fire. They had a hot stretch. They've been striking out a lot against right-handed pitching. But uh, uh, weathered the storm with Lucas Giolito pitching very well for the White Sox. They end up getting the win. The game's in progress right now. Uh, Astros are just about to close down the, uh, the Rangers. You also have the Giants. How about the Giants? The big come-from-behind win against the Dodgers last night. They're trailing at home against the Pirates. The Dodgers rebounding from last night's fiasco. They at least have the lead right now, 4-1 against the Rockies. And then also on the uh, West Coast, the Mariners up 3-2 on the A's. I almost told Aaron, the producer here, I was almost like, dude, let's go big on the Mariners. Slight underdog, you know? But we had to get stuff together, right? We're planning for a show. We're dotting our I's, crossing our T's. Didn't get in a big bet for the Seattle Mariners tonight. And uh, hopefully we don't kick ourselves because of that lost opportunity. Now, let me spend a couple of minutes on this. Texas and Oklahoma, more and more momentum that they might ditch the Big 12 and head over to the SEC. Now, if you look at the odds right now to win the Big 12, Oklahoma, they're leading everybody. They're at minus 180. This is according to DraftKings. You've got Texas, they're at plus 800. That's what really sticks out to me. If you look at Texas leaving the Big 12 where they're at plus 800 to join the SEC, I know it's a money move. I get it. But I just don't see how that makes sense. This might not be the best comparison because Notre Dame's an independent. But there are some similarities where I just think of the deal with NBC and Notre Dame, their national TV, all their home games. You've got the Longhorn Network. Texas is printing money. Would it be in Notre Dame's best interest to join the SEC? Of course not. I just don't understand how it's in Texas's best interest to join the SEC. They're already printing money. And then also think of it like this. I think you have to look at the short-term and also the long-term. Now, short-term-wise, it makes no sense to me because Nick Saban is still around and Alabama is wrecking that conference. They own it. So why you would join it at this time I, doesn't make sense to me, but, but think of it the other way. Okay, Nick Saban isn't going to coach forever. I think he's going to coach for the better part of the next decade, but he's not going to coach forever. If you're Oklahoma, if you're Texas, you're looking to join the SEC for who knows how long it's going to go. So I think you're even anticipating life after Saban. I would push back on that and say, well, that conference is so deep. There's such great NFL talent. I I don't see how that changes, not dramatically at least. I just don't think it makes sense. We'll talk a little bit more about the ripple effect in college football. What could this lead to? Super conferences, how about the group of five schools, all of that stuff. We'll do that right around the corner. I'm Brian No, in for Tim Murray. 
It is the nightcap right here on VEASAN. VEASAN football betting guides are coming soon and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles on every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks and discounts are available when you buy both. Now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, I'm going to get to uh, the Michael Thomas injury. A couple other layers on that one momentarily, but this shakeup, potentially, it seems like it's going to happen with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 to go to the SEC. Think of a couple other little nuggets on this one, right? Little side stories. Think about the group of five teams. It just dawned on me today. From their perspective, I don't always consider their perspective immediately because I think Texas, Oklahoma, SEC, I think about the big boys, the big boys. But think about the little guys. We just had all of these discussions with the conference commissioners, the powers that be, about going to a 12-team playoff format. And some of these group of five coaches, they're like, I can sit in the living room of a family and say, if you come here and you're a Chanticleer, we can compete for a national championship. You can honestly say that. And so it was this beacon of hope for the group of five teams that they matter again. We can get into a 12-team playoff. Cincinnati was up there. Right? You had some teams that were in the top 12. They would have been in the playoff. And then you get this news about Texas and Oklahoma possibly joining the SEC. And then what do we have? We've got musical chairs. Do we have a handful of super conferences? Are we moving toward 16-team conferences? Or are we going to have one gigantic Power 5 clump We just, we call it the Power 5 clump instead of Power 5 conferences and split them up into subsections. We just have one clump. Let's call it the clump. What about the group of five teams then? So the future of college football, it's up in the air. And that isn't overreacting. I don't know where it goes from here. All I know is the Big 12, it's a little bit like the WAC. Do you remember the Western Athletic Conference? Had a couple of teams leave that, and then it just disintegrated. It was gone. What do you have left in the Big 12 without Texas and Oklahoma? You got a bunch of teams looking to either join other conferences, or you need to throw out life preservers. You've got the the football version of the Big East. That's what you're looking at. So, from the little guys' perspective, the group of five teams this is a this is alarming if texas and oklahoma join the sec what comes next and what does the overall landscape of college football look like as a result of that now also this brief nugget 
it makes me laugh when these schools are like, oh, these schedules, they're like a decade in advance. We make them well ahead of time. Okay, so <laughs> let's do the math here. Say Texas and Oklahoma leave, go to the SEC. When they join that conference, guess what happens? The schedules change immediately. And it can be done. I think it's ridiculous that you're scheduling games so far out in advance. There are games where it's like I, Notre Dame's playing Alabama. And you have to think, is Nick Saban still going to be at Alabama? Is Brian Kelly still going to be at Notre Dame? Like, It's just goofy to do it that far in advance. And if Texas and Oklahoma join another conference, it shows that these conference schedules can be tweaked, boom, like that. Why do we need to schedule it out so far in advance? It doesn't make sense to me at all. Now, I mentioned I was going to touch on Michael Thomas. I said this yesterday, and I would just like to double down on it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are the most undervalued bet in terms of a team winning their division. Tampa Bay was at minus 150 when we're looking at their odds, minus 170 to win the NFC South. Now you have Michael Thomas, who he might miss the beginning of the season, just had ankle surgery in June. He could miss at least a quarter of the season, maybe somewhere around five games. We'll see how long he's on the shelf. It could be a lot longer than that. Seemed like he missed most of, well, it didn't seem like he did miss most of last season. So with Michael Thomas on the shelf, if you're looking at the NFC South, it's Tampa's easily. Like, unless they are ravaged by injuries, do you trust Carolina? Do you trust Atlanta? Do you trust the Saints with a new quarterback and now a banged-up Michael Thomas? Like, I think it's even more of a stranglehold for Tampa Bay. So if you look at, compare it this way, look at Tampa, their odds to win the NFC South are very comparable to the Bills' odds to win the AFC East. I think it's so much more likely that Tampa wins the South. And you get virtually the same price. Could I see the Dolphins with a very good defense and Tua taking a step forward? Could I see them winning that division? Could I see the Patriots, led by the GOAT of head coaches and Bill Belichick? They had a lot of COVID opt-outs last season, made a lot of headway when it comes to free agency. Could I see the Patriots winning that division? It would surprise me. I wouldn't be absolutely floored. You throw in a few injuries for the Bills here and there. Crazier things have happened. I just look at the injuries that would need to take place for Tampa to not win that division. With Michael Thomas being banged up and the shortcomings of the Falcons and the Panthers. I just... I understand you might not want to run to the betting window... And whatever, put a thousand on minus 170 odds. I totally understand that. I get it. But if I say, hey, gun to your head, who's winning the NFC South? You're not saying Panthers. <laughs> You're not saying that. You are saying Tampa. And with Michael Thomas likely being out for the beginning of the season, I think they have an even more firm stranglehold on that division. All right. An Olympic update coming up. We'll have some fun with that. I'm not going to bore you with Olympic odds left and right, but just something I have to mention in terms of degenerate betting. And then also, 
We're going to shift it to some NFL player props. I think this player could have the greatest range between playing good football and playing bad football. I'll tell you that is. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Brian No in for Tim Murray. It's the nightcap on VEASAN. You know, 
let's look at the Olympics real quickly. I just uh, saw this story. So we've got the first gold medalist, right? The Tokyo Games. China's Yang Olan set an Olympic record, takes gold in the women's air rifle event. Props to her. Good job. Way to shoot him. Olan. That's great. Accuracy, very important in football as an NFL quarterback, also in air rifle, you know? I don't know how it works. She won gold. Props to her. Here's my question. <laughs> what event, if I said, hey, man, I, I laid 500 bucks on uh, fencing, like, what event in the Olympics would your friends look at you and be like, dude, you got problems, man. What are you doing? Why are you betting on this? You bet actual money on this? <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm going to look at each event and I will give you my answer. If a buddy of mine said he was betting on this specific event, my reaction would be like, man, you need help. I'm trying to think of my biggest degenerate bet of all time. I, I can't. I don't know. I've bet games blind before where I, I'm not like the World Cup. I remember World Cup was in action and I bet a game. It was an in-game bet. And uh, listen, I don't follow soccer closely, uh, but it was an in-game bet. And I'm like, man, this other team is this huge upset. They were like plus 1,200. And I'm like, they're playing well. I could see them winning. So I put a little bit. I won. I won on that. That's a degenerate bet when you're like, I don't really know anything about any of this, but I've picked up a couple of things. So yeah, let's, uh, and I didn't lay anything huge. It was a little bit, but the payout was good enough where it was worth my time. Uh, that would probably be pretty high on the top of the list. Uh, betting a sport that I, I really don't follow closely at all. I did mention yesterday, I bet on Super Bowl 43 before the game which team Barack Obama would mention first in his pregame interview. That, that's pretty degenerate, but I want to figure it out. We're, we're gonna, maybe we should do the medals, right? We should have gold, silver, bronze in terms of sporting events in the Olympic Games that you would say are the three most degenerate sports to bet on, right? We'll just put a nickel on it. $500, right? If your buddy said, I got 500 on ping pong, right? what would cause the reaction to be like, wow, man, you need a meeting right away. You need to stop what you're doing and go to a meeting. Okay, so let's do this on the nightcap here on VEASAN. Some player props. So with Carson Wentz, like we're looking at the AFC South odds. So we'll do a blend. We'll do... Division odds, and we'll also do a, a player prop. So if you look right now, you've got at DraftKings, plus 115. The Colts would be second in line on, in DraftKings pecking order. The Titans at plus 110. Now, it flip-flops at various sports books. At BetMGM and Circa, the Colts have the uh, shortest odds to win the division. Very close to the Titans. Then you have the Jags at plus 700 at DraftKings. And the Texans, oh baby, God bless the Texans, 28-1 to 1 <laughs> to win the division. So if you look at the top of the division, 
the million-dollar question becomes, how well does Carson Wentz play? What type of season does he have? Much better offensive line. Philly was banged up quite a bit last year. The Colts have arguably the best offensive line in football. If you don't put them number one, you put them in the top three easily. They are stout. So that's going to help Carson Wentz a lot. So do we see Carson Wentz revert back to maybe not MVP form, but early career form? He was a disaster last year. Do we see the Wentz resurgence? That's the biggest question when it comes to who's going to win this division. And you know what's funny, too? I just don't think that Ryan Tannehill gets the respect that he deserves. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you he belongs in the top five, because he doesn't. But for a guy who has put up nothing but numbers and production since coming over to the Tennessee Titans, he fits in very well there. Derrick Henry does his thing. Tannehill does his thing. But Tannehill has been fantastic as a member of the Titans. And we've got Carson Wentz where, who knows? I think Carson Wentz has the biggest range between playing well and playing badly this year. I think it could go either way. I really wouldn't be floored either way. I think there's a huge range. Like, compare that to other quarterbacks' ranges. Is there a big range between Mahomes playing great and Mahomes just stinking up the joint? No. (laughs) There's not a possibility of Mahomes being bad. There's not a, a possibility of Brady just being awful, even at 44 years old. Right, So I think the range is really big. I think it's the widest range of any quarterback in football. You could look at who's taking over in Philly. Jalen Hurts. Does he have a pretty big range? Yeah, you could sell me on that. Could he be really good this year? I'm skeptical. I think he could be good. I think he could be pretty bad. Like, I think he has a wide range also. The young quarterbacks. Tua Tungavailoa. I think he has a wide range as well, but... I would put Carson Wentz at the top of that list. I just, I'm not going to BS you. I really don't know how he's going to perform this year. It could go either way, and I really wouldn't be surprised about either result. So with that being said, I would go with the Titans to win this division. I think there's just too much of an unknown with Carson Wentz. And then if you look at the Jags, you know, that's... Going from where they were last year to winning the division, I expect big things from Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be a stud. But I just don't see Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence getting to a first-place finish. So really, this is a two-team race in the AFC South. But the biggest question by far is, what version of Carson Wentz do we get this year? That's what it boils down to. Now, if we segue from that to a couple of player props, I love the blind resume test. You guys like the blind resume test? I love it. I'm a huge fan. Because they do this for college basketball all the time. And they just throw the resume on the screen. They don't tell you the team. And they're just like, what do you think of this resume? Because sometimes you're biased. Sometimes you think a team is biased doing better based on what they've done in the past than they are. Sometimes you think they're doing worse. Worse based on not having a a great reign of success. So I love the blind resume test. So I'm going to do the blind resume test when it comes to a certain NFL quarterback. You tell me if these numbers are good or not. I'll get to his props this year. 
So, 4,265 yards passing. 35 touchdown passes. 13 picks. A passer rating of 105. Would you take that? Over 4,200 yards passing, 35 TDs, 13 interceptions, 105 passer rating. Yeah, sign me up for those numbers. Those are solid numbers. You know whose numbers those are? Kirk Cousins. Those are Kirk Cousins' numbers from last year. They're really good. If you just go up to the average football fan and say, ballpark it. I don't need you to be specific, but what do you think Kirk Cousins' numbers were last year? Do you think they're coming close to rattling that off? Unless you're just an NFL junkie or a fantasy football owner that had Kirk Cousins on his team. like Kirk Cousins put up, he was 8th in passing yardage, 8th in passer rating. He was 6th in touchdown passes. Now, the 13 interceptions, that's too much for my liking. But Tom Brady played pretty well last year, right? Kirk Cousins threw one more interception than Tom Brady. That's it. That's really good production. So if we look at that, and keep it in mind when it comes to a prop bet for Kirk Cousins this year. Passing touchdowns, the line is set at 28.5 for Kirk. I got the over on that. You think Justin Jefferson's taking a step back? I don't. He had a dynamic rookie season. Think Adam Thielen's taking a big step back? I don't know. I think that Kirk Cousins with a strong running game and Dalvin Cook, I think he gets the 29 touchdown passes. And one other thing I like about Kirk Cousins, not a big risk taker running the football. He'll run every now and then, but he's not doing some high wire, death defying <laughs> routine, you know? So I think the likelihood is there that Kirk Cousins is upright for the season. He's not missing extensive time. So yeah, I really do. I love that prop bet. Give me the over on Kirk Cousins. I really didn't know I was going to say those words tonight. That's why I love doing this stuff. I love this job. The unforeseen. I didn't think I was going to crack the mic and, and preach the gospel, the good word of Kirk Cousins hitting the over on his touchdown prop. But yeah, I've got the over, and I feel very good about it. I'll also say this too, you know. I think there's a tendency to just look at who Kirk Cousins is worse than instead of who Kirk Cousins is better than. When he's putting up top 10 numbers, he's better than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. If you look at the Browns for so many seasons, the Dolphins since Marino, look at the Bears still trying to find a quarterback. They're crossing their fingers. It's Justin Fields. There are numerous franchises who would kill for the production that Kirk Cousins put up last year, and we're like, yawn, this guy stinks. I don't buy it. I, I will be the voice of dissension on that one. Okay, lots more to get to. We'll get to Jared Smith talking more odds. Odell Beckham Jr., what's he going to do this year? We'll get to him at the top of the hour. I'm Brian No in for Tim Murray. Keep it locked right here on VEASAN. It is the nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.